Good morning, Jackson, Mississippi, and all surrounding areas, especially you folks out there in the surrounding areas. You have tuned in to the Free Range Human Show of Choice, your daily dose of reality radio. It starts now. I am Clay Edwards. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood. Say it with me. Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram Studios at the lovely Cotton Exchange Plaza out here in Flora, Mississippi. Man, I'm just going to start right here with this. I want to thank everybody from day one who has been a part of this show, who has Subscribe to the podcast, the YouTubes, the Facebooks, the Twitters, the Instagrams, or whatever other app that we've ended up on along the way to kind of come back to where we're at. Yesterday, achieved a milestone on the podcast downloads. Now, this don't count YouTube or any of that stuff, but just strictly your Spotify's, Podbeans, Apple, Apple Podcasts, stuff of that nature. We hit 200,000 downloads yesterday. Y'all can just start calling me hashtag Clay200K. <laughs> and then we'll change it to three, hopefully. Anyway, I kid around, man. Thank y'all so much. Uh, y'all, you guys seem to enjoy this incendiary content, and I enjoy creating it. I enjoy telling people's stories. Today, we will not have a testimonial Tuesday today. There was a bit of a scheduling snafu on my end. We'll hopefully pick that back up. Next week, but we've got a lot of news to cover today, so sometimes it works out like that. God has a way of working things out. You know, but I, I want to say this about the 200,000 downloads real quick. <clears throat> I'll never win a talent contest. If you ask me what my talent is, um, I, I, I couldn't answer the question. I don't know that I'm talented, but you won't outwork me. You will not be more consistent than me. You will not show up more than me. You just won't. You're not going to do it. If I can do anything, I can control those things. I can control being on time. I can control getting up every morning. I can control, God controls it, but he allows me some flexibility there. I can control the effort that I put in. But you won't... You won't outwork me. You won't be more consistent than me. I'm not saying you won't be just as, but you won't outdo me. And that is, I think that is my talent, just showing up every day. I was watching a video the other day, kind of a compilation of between Joel Osteen and some others, some other folks, and they were talking about stop being loyal. That's That's an interesting title. Everybody else tells you, be loyal, be loyal. Saw another one, too, said, it's okay to quit. I know well, that's interesting. So I listened to these videos, and the loyalty one, why be loyal to something that's not doing you any good? This is an unpopular opinion because we've had it beating our heads through team sports and everything else. You're supposed to be a team player. You're supposed to do what's best for the group, not for yourself. Every now and then, just like you have to take personal ownership and responsibility for where you're at in your life, sometimes you got to be selfish and you got to be loyal to you, to the person in the mirror, do what's best for you. If you're in a bad, terrible job that you don't like, dead end job, don't be loyal to that. Tell them thanks, but no thanks. Go find something else. You're in a bad marriage. You know it ain't working. 
Why be miserable? I mean, nothing fun about divorce. It ain't holy, that's for sure. But sometimes you have to do what's best for you. And sometimes what's best for you is best for the other person, too. You know, two two miserable parties, whether it be a wife, a husband, an employer, a boyfriend, a girlfriend, whatever the case may be, whatever that relationship may be, sometimes you, you bring out the worst in each other, not the best. So sometimes it's best to be loyal to yourself, not to other people. Find you some good company to keep. Then on to the quitting thing. It's kind of the same thing. It's like me, for instance. You can be so consistent, but you can be spinning your wheels too. You can put so much work and so much effort into something and just realize you get three or four years into it, you've not made any progress. You're not making any more money. You've not gotten any better because you're not pushing yourself because you're not making more money. You lose this drive. It's like no matter how much better I get at this, now I'm not talking about talk radio, I'm talking about some other stuff here for me personally. No matter how much more I, I do this, it just ain't working. Sometimes it is okay to quit what ain't working. That's another myth in society, I believe, is that we, we're not supposed to quit. Oh, you can't quit. No matter how bad it sucks, you just got to keep going. Well, I mean, I can quit doing that and start doing something different. Can I? I mean, that's what I did. I wasn't happy with where I was going in life. I felt very underwhelmed, underfulfilled. Felt like I wasn't doing my part to to bring attention to things or create a better world. It wasn't nobody else's fault. That was just my fault. I wasn't happy with what I where, with where I was at in life. So I just decided one day, well, over about a month, but I finally grew a set and quit my job and started polishing on cars and doing radio and just doing all these things, man. I was like, I got there's a puzzle here to put together where I can do this radio thing and I can still be in the car business, some form, fashion or another, and it all work. And it took me, I mean, y'all been around for my journey. It, it, it took me moving some pieces around to finally get in the right situation. And I feel like I have finally gotten that situation with working at Ellis Autoplex and being here at the radio station and having the flexibility to do what I do. And you guys have supported me. And so I, to that, I appreciate you. And I'm not going anywhere grand with this. This is just on my mind this morning as we hit that milestone of 200,000 downloads. I just remember how excited I was when just one person would download the podcast. Like, oh my gosh, somebody wants to listen to what I have to say. Or maybe they accidentally clicked on it. Who knows? And, you know, we talk about the podcast, but really the mothership is the radio station here, the radio show. Y'all realize that any given time, listening to this show, and the other ones on this station, for that matter. We are we are playing to a sold-out Coliseum. At any given 15-minute increment, we're playing to a sold-out Coliseum. Let that soak in. You know, you've been to a concert at the Coliseum. That's pretty cool, especially for a guy that grew up in Jackson going to the concerts at the Coliseum. I mean, the amount of people listening to this show right now in any 15-minute block are equal to that. That's pretty awesome to me. Next get next step, as our signal into Rankin County and stuff gets better and we get all that fine-tuned and tweaked out, we'll be, we'll be doing a show every morning to a football stadium full of people. And I beg you to tell me I can't because I'm coming for everything y'all said I couldn't do. Uh, you, you, ain't, you ain't got what it takes to do a talk radio show. Nobody cares what you think. 
Psych. <laughs> Joke's on you. Joke's on you. Anyway, so again, if you're miserable, that's what I want to end the year on this. If you're not happy with where you're at in life, a lot can change in a year. Find you something. Find you a creative outlet. Maybe when you find that creative outlet, it can be anything. It can be building uh, furniture, polishing cars, painting, uh, making videos, start a YouTube channel. Start giving, start putting back in. You know, you'll find some talents you didn't know you had. I did. I mean, some people, some people can debate whether this is a talent or not. <laughs> like I said, I'm not going to win any talent competitions. But you'll feel better about yourself, man. Maybe, it'll, maybe finding something else to do other than just work home, work home, work home. You know, it'll make you happier when you're spending that time with your family or in your marriage or whatever the case may be. Maybe you'll start, when you start feeling better about yourself, you'll feel better about your day job. Just whatever. I mean, nothing bad can come from it. If it. Working out, that's a creative outlet. You know, I've started back working out again. I've stopped and started about three times since I started doing this show. And I, you guys know that as well because I talk about everything. I, I, wear my, I wear everything on my shoulders, on my sleeves. I don't hide much of anything from you guys. I mean, some personal things that we don't talk about, but that's fine too. You know, everybody, everything ain't everybody's business. But, uh, you know, I don't pretend to be something I'm not. You know, I talk about all my, my failures, my successes, my ups, my downs, my addictions, everything, overcoming it. You know, I feel like I'm way more like 90% of the people out there listening to this right now than I am not like y'all. Does that make sense? I feel like we have way more in common, whether you are blue collar with grease on your hands or you're white collar with a tone. I think at the end of the day, when we all get home and we, we all had to deal with the same struggles, we all deal with the same nonsense every day. I'm tired. I'm tired, boss. I'm tired. I mean, I remember I, I got home last night, got, got off at, well, woke up at five, came into the radio show, hauled butt to, back to Brandon, went to work all day, got off at six, snuck in at like an hour, hour and a half workout. Then I had to eat real quick. By, you know, it's 8.30, 9 o'clock at that point. Then I had to do show prep to get ready for today. This whole part here is not even part of the show prep. Just something on my mind. And it's like, man, but you, you feel like you're working towards a goal. Don't even, can't even quite see the goal. Is it, I mean, when I started the Save Jackson thing, I had no clue this is where that would end up. Sometimes you don't even know what the goal is, but you feel like every day you're getting a little better. You're working towards it. You're knocking down dominoes. And you're going to get to something at the end. It's getting clear. I don't know what it is. But anyway, I feel great about it. So if you guys want to call in, the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty phone line, 601-879-0002. The Guns and Gear text line, 769-241-1944. Uh, let's see here, man. We got some text here from Rick on the Guns and Gear text line. Says, I get them, bro. What could, what could annoy you reaching that many people is this text line. I get texts, the lead singer, mid-song, how cool. I think he was saying it's cool to be able to text back and forth. Says, uh, loyal to your values and team and a team player to, that, to the means it takes to achieve those values. Love the ones that are on the same path and don't let them down. Yeah. 
Yep. All right, let's see here. We got Derek calling in on the Dustin Bailey phone line here. Hey, Derek. Good morning, my friend. How are you? Brother, I'm, doing, I'm good this morning. How about yourself? Hey, man, you just you, you just uplifted me this morning, man, because I tell you, because you won't nobody be able to pat you on your own back better than you can. You know what I mean? And uh, like I said, uh, people, you know, I was always taught that there are two core people in this world, spectators and doers, and, and you're a doer, you know, and I'm glad to be along for the ride. I appreciate you. I couldn't do what I'm doing without you, brother. You've been a, you've been a lot of support to me. You've been a, a good friend, and <clears throat> I like to bounce things off of you, and I appreciate your engagement. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. But like I said, you know, you, you'll be successful in everything you do because just like a lot of us had to do in life, we had to be honest with ourselves, you know, and that's the, you know, because you can fool people. You know, it's like the old blues song says, you can fool your friends. That's the easy part. But everybody knows that you can't fool your own heart. You know what I mean? Exactly. Or, or you can't fool yourself. And a lot of people walk around and they, they fool themselves all the time. And that's where Facebook comes in, you know, because Facebook has allowed people to live out their fake fantasy. When you look at it. Yeah, Facebook, Instagram, all these social media apps, because it just captures a moment. It don't capture everything around that moment. Anybody can fake a moment. You can't fake your life. You, you This whole fake it till you make it thing is a myth. Yeah, it, it varies. And, 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 you know, and I decided my, um, yesterday morning that I'm going to just start living life, man, you know, start enjoying things and start taking time to do stuff. So um, the other day... Um, I went and got me another bath boat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, look, re, re, retail therapy is a great thing. <laughs> it, it, it is. <laughs> I tell you, it is. And um, But like I said, man, you you know, you, you definitely, you know, you definitely set a mouthful this morning, you know. Sometimes you got to just, thr- you got to take chances, man. You just got to thrust yourself head first into, into what your goals are. Yeah, I heard a saying. I heard a saying years ago. Maybe it was a, the name of a Van Halen live album. It's called "Live Without a Net," and that's life. We, we are all out here. We're live without a net. You know, sometimes you just got to jump, man, and hope and hope you don't die. Yeah, it just you know go in head yeah. first. I just want to give the the audience these two quotes for the day. Um, quote number one: um, I didn't fail at making the light bulb one hundred times. I just found one hundred times how not to make a light bulb. Thomas Edison. Uh, chance favors only a prepared mind, Lewis Pasture. And I tell you, friend, you've exemplified all that, and I, and I got to tip my hat to you. Man, hey, thank you, brother. You've been a motivation. I, I, I tell people all the time, like, if there's something I don't know, Derek does. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can't help it, man. If uh, That's one of the things they brought up in my mother's eulogy is about how she was organized. She did everything systematic, pragmatic, and, you know, and was very specific and to the point. You know, and um, she, my mother was the inspiration of us reading a lot of, you know, non-specific topics because, you know, I'm going to take a picture of them next time I'm down at my dad's. Um, we had to read the World Book Encyclopedia like it was a regular book from A to Z. That's good stuff there, man. I think more people should do that. I should do that. Mm-hmm. I just don't. All right, Derek, brother. Hey, look, man, well, our condolences to you publicly here about your mother passing away. Glad, uh, glad everybody seems to be doing all right. and. Keep your head up. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. You have a good day. You too, brother. Peace. All right, man. Great call from Derek there. Uh, kind of a, a unplanned opening monologue there, but, uh, you know, maybe somebody got something from that. Maybe you're on the fence about something, you know, kind of waffling, wondering should you do it. I, everybody's situation in life is different. Everybody's finances, everybody's whatever, you know. Sometimes you just absolutely can't do it. I probably shouldn't have, but um, 
hindsight's twenty twenty. I am glad that I did. Uh, we got Scott on hold. Scott, stay there. I'm coming straight back to you as soon as we get on the other side of the break here. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. Uh, real quick, we've got Scott on the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty phone line. Hey, Scott. Thanks for staying on hold there, brother. No problem. I appreciate it. Yeah, um, uh, by the way, I'm traveling out in the sticks early this morning, so if if you lose my signal, that's on me. But, uh, yeah, I, you know, after our conversation uh, uh, recently, I, I didn't want to you – that was a very good monologue. But then you called out the number. said, come on, call in. So I thought I'd give it a shot. Yeah, always. And Derek, Derek beat me to it. But I like to – you were on a roll. I wanted to give you the whole A block there to let you finish up, but – uh, you're right. I mean, there, there are times, look, there's just times in life where you have to stop, step back, evaluate, and go, you know, is this worth what I'm putting into it? Uh, or is this situation, you know, working or not? Uh, you, you may be aware Mike Lindell announced yesterday that he's running for RNC chair. He prayerfully thought about it over the holidays and, you know, kind of pre-announced that he was going to have a, have a decision because it's the kind of thing that, you know, there's a time frame involved with it throughout the election cycles and things like that. And uh, and after this recent election cycle, he was convinced what we're doing isn't working. Uh, as conservatives, using the Republican Party as the most viable vehicle for change in the national and local political spectrum, we, you know, you know, we're just we're just looking for other people who are trying to get involved. And going, yeah, this is the best person. And he decided, you know what? There is not a best person out there. Not to me. So I'm the best person. And he decided to throw his hat in the ring and said, I'll do it. And we need more of that. We need, we need more committed Christians. We need more people who are willing to say, this isn't working. This isn't what I want to keep doing. I don't want to keep being on the, in the back supporting this. And if it takes me being a leader, uh, in, in a whole new area and having to learn something new, I'll do it. And that is the definition of what we need. We need somebody who's willing to make a change and willing to do something different. Uh, you know, you know, you know me well, Clay. I'm retired military. One of the things one of my very best commanders I ever had said on a kind of regular basis was, hey, all right, let's go do something, even if it's the wrong thing. Because in the military, we're action-oriented. We're not effective if we just sit there. That's not, that's not how you win battles. That's not how you complete missions. Sitting there. They don't get done. So I've heard Jocko, afraid I've, to I've, fail. I've heard Jocko talk about that sometimes. He's talking about being a mission leader. He says, you know, we can't just sit there. He's like, we can move forward five feet and assess. We can move back five feet and assess. And I, I may be using just round numbers here, but he's like, but you don't have to be so dead set on this is only one way to do it. You can reassess as you go, but you ain't going to just sit still. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And sometimes you, you do have to sit still and assess, but it's, it's to put together a plan of action. Yeah. Yeah, of course. You know, there, there's, there's a whole, you know, you, you, and you know, you know, you just kind of like a quarterback, you know, you, you gave the sports rundown yesterday, which I thought was great for a Monday morning. And, uh, and you know you see a lot of you know you see a lot of quarterbacks 
State's quarterback, his internal clock was was like a calendar. It was not it was not working well for him against Ole Miss. They managed to pull it out in spite of a lot of his screw ups. But but you have to have an internal clock for your life. You have to know when. Hey, I've been sitting here in this little you know comfortable spot for too long, and now I'm just convinced myself it's comfortable. It's not comfortable anymore. It's not where I need to be. And sometimes you have to do that. But and that, so I applaud you for that. And it's very timely with the uh, you know the New Year's and the resolutions and everything coming up. And if you're going to do a resolution, don't wait till the New Year. Do something different. Brother, Go ahead and start it now. That's like you're doing with your with your workout. That's right? uh, that's why I started back a month ago. I said I, I, it was like a Tuesday or something. I said today's the day. I'm not waiting. Maybe it was a Saturday. I, I don't even remember. But I was like I'm not waiting to Monday. Everybody wants to start yeah. on Monday. Monday ain't even the first day of the week. No, no, <laughs> it isn't. Yeah, and that, yeah, you're right. You're right. And when you make up your mind, that's the time to do it. So I do have a question, a very practical question, sure, uh, from someone who's in the industry. Um, is uh, a few questions actually in in the pre-owned market? Uh, are we seeing more inventory now that the economy's slowing, and and is our prices starting to kind of ease up on quality pre-owned vehicles recent you know uh recent year models and what about the financing is it has that been affected by the prime rate a whole lot or you know i mean where, where are you seeing those 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 different things so on the used car side the the market is getting a little better well from from a consumer standpoint it's getting a better starting to come back down but one of the downsides is a lot of dealerships are sitting on some inventory that was bought at peak market that they don't want to lose to sell, lose on to sell. So that's a conflict there of how do you how do you get more money out of the customer to offset this book value when they go to the bank and they're like, well, you know, here's the max we can loan. You got to have three thousand more down if you really want this truck, and then you know you're going into it upside down. So luckily, we're not in that situation where I'm at. Uh, we, we, we've sold ourselves out of that and stayed on top of it. But a lot of dealerships that, that deal in hundreds and hundreds of cars on the lot, you know, it just happens. It's part of the business. Uh, so, but the market is starting to adjust. Uh, the, it's coming back to something that resembles reality. The new car uh, uh, on the interest rate side, we are seeing a spike. I'm seeing people with really, really good credit, like 780, 790, 800 credit scores, depending on how old the pre-owned vehicle is, let's say 2014 or 2017 and below, I think was the number, maybe 2018, it can be 6%-ish you know, yeah. on, on a loan right now. But the, the, the good side to that is you know, forecasting out a little bit. You have to assume it's going to come back down. You got a good credit union, good bank, good relationship. You can always go back in there and refinance that thing. So maybe you're just paying a higher interest for a year or two. Pennies on... Pennies on the dollar overall, the difference in one point and two points, but you'd rather a penny saved as a penny made also. Yeah, and unlike homes, you know, in, in real estate, there's not, you know, a lot of closing costs and stuff to refi on a vehicle. You just, banks are, are quick to refi when they when they get low rates uh, for, you know, uh, for just signature loans or, or automotive loans. Um, yeah, I, I can see that. Uh, 6% though, I've seen higher, so that's not, 
that's not that bad for a pre-owned vehicle of that age. So. Really, now you know, like on the new car side, you know, Mack Hike uh, Flowood is one of our sponsors here. I, I saw where they had some zero percent stuff, you know, but that's the that's the new car, that's the manufacturer banks, your your Chrysler, uh, your you know Chrysler Motor Credit or uh, however they say that now that handles. Uh, they're all different. They can dictate their terms because yeah, they're yeah. their own bank. And it benefits them to have their car back at, you know, financing you their car. Yeah, they, you know, they're flipping back and forth where the market is. Uh, There are times when they're trying to make money off of new auto sales. And one way to do it is to make the financing easy and relatively cheap. And there's times when they're trying to, when they're not making as much money off the auto sales and they're really leaning on the financing to make it a positive deal for them. And... Mm -hmm. They're not always doing both. Yeah, I mean that's you when know, you, that's when you'll see them when they're doing both, but they're not always doing both at the same time. Yeah, that's when you'll see them put rebates and stuff out there. And you know, you, you, rarely can you get a rebate and a uh, special Black interest rate. Got it seventy two months uh, at two point seven, and they've got about forty seven hundred dollars on the you know closing out on Dodge uh, Bighorns. Good stuff. So. Yeah, so they're they're yeah they're they're seeing there's some competition out there. Um, I was wondering about closeout deals because there hadn't been any inventory to have a closeout this year, and I was wondering how that was going to go for new. Because I always like to get stuff on closeout, and then to get a new vehicle at a, at a rate where they're like, I got to get this off the lot. I'm trying to make room for 23s, you know. Yeah. Uh, but this year didn't look like that was going to happen with anything. Well, look, I'm gonna tell you after now I missed the COVID the COVID years in the new car business, I got out just in time, but just traditionally December is the best month to buy a car, especially a, oh, yeah. a, a, a new car. Oh, yeah. You know, people want that. They want that, that last year model. They want any, any that may be left. They want them gone. They got numbers. They want to hit the general managers, the sales managers. They've all got year. Most of them have unit bonuses for the year and growth numbers tied into their bonus structure it's a it, it's a great time to get a good deal. Get out and get out and buy a car this month, this upcoming month, today. Yep. <laughs> All right, well, Scott. I appreciate it. Yep. Good great call this morning. Thank you. Uh huh. Hey, great call there, man. Look. All right, we're gonna take a break. When we come back, we're going to get into this this Russian roulette stuff. We called it yesterday. You know, I ain't the only person either, but we called it yesterday. It, JPD has confirmed that it was not Russian roulette. It was a shootout. It was a murder. It was a vicious murder that could have been avoided. And the blood is on Chakwe and Lumumba's hands. We'll tell you all about it here on the other side of this break. This is the Clay Edwards Show on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules. When necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. Real quick here, man. Let's tell you guys... What is for lunch out at Livingston there? Pull up my folder here. I was making some notes there. All right, today's lunch special out at the Gathering Restaurant there at Livingston. It is hamburger steak. Hey, look, man, if you are anywhere near Highway 22 and Highway 463 in Madison County, the Livingston or the town of Livingston, the Gathering Restaurant, Will deliver an abundance of goods for you to enjoy. Enjoy their daily blue. Enjoy their daily blue plate specials for lunch that feature the gathering's famous fried pork chops. They say it's the best fried pork chop on earth, and uh, I have no doubt that it probably is. 
They got homemade gumbo and tomato, tomato basil soup is served every day, all day long. In the evenings, you can enjoy a butcher cut steak, fresh seafood, golden brown fried catfish, savory pastas, and a delicious salad. I want it all. Can I just get like a mega plate? <laughs> so get a couple of people together and just go get some share plates. <laughs> anyway, hey, look, so they also they have an excellent brunch every Saturday from 10 to 2. Live music every Sunday night. You can check out their social media pages to see who the performances are by. The gathering also offers family meals to go. The adjacent Livingston Mercantile has a huge selection of hunting and fishing supplies. Visit the full-service gas station with its true southern hospitality. The gathering, the gathering restaurant at Livingston Mercantile is in the town of Livingston. Sorry, kind of stumbled there reading that, but check this out. I do better just talking. I went out there the other day just to stop in and see what was going on. Stopped at the gas station. These guys came out. They pumped my gas, which I'm perfectly capable of pumping my own gas, but it was kind of cool. So I was able to save some time. I went in the store, got a uh, got a hamburger. They actually sell hamburgers at the gas station. I thought that was kind of cool. And I just kind of walked around, nosed around a little bit. It's just old school, man. I like it. It's neat. If, uh, if you don't like pumping gas or you're in a rush, man, run out there. Let them do it. They don't charge you anything extra for it. It's kind of neat to get that full service. I bet that would have done really well during like COVID and stuff. But anyway, check it out, man. Today, the hamburger steak special, it's what's for lunch. All right. If you've been following along, you know that we have been on top of this story about the kid and the Russian roulette stuff. And that it has turned out to be a lie. The Russian roulette, that never happened. It sounded suspicious to begin with, but I'm on. Y'all bear with me. I'm going to read this. This is on Jackson Jambalaya. Shout out to Kingfish. He did a phenomenal job of transcribing this and putting it together, as always. So I'm going to quote here. If you want to go read this story yourself, it's at jacksonjambalaya.com, and the title is Court Testimony, Child Lured to Vacant House Where Killed. So the horrific story of savagery unfolded today in Jackson Municipal Court during the initial appearance for suspects accused of killing a 12-year-old boy. Detectives said in court that 17-year-old Eshawn Green and his 21-year-old girlfriend, Kaylin Owens, lived in an abandoned house on Audubon Place. Although abandoned, the couple somehow hooked up electricity and water. A 14-year-old boy, a 14-year-old boy was allegedly with them at the, t- at the house. The boy allegedly texted Markel Kill Noah at 11 p.m., but the child was asleep. He texted again at 2.20 a.m., telling him to come to the house. The second text woke up the victim who went over to the house. The stories in court somewhat different, but apparently no Russian roulette took place as earlier reported by JPD. A struggle over the gun allegedly took place. One of the kids allegedly pointed the gun at Noah and shot. The gun fired, killing the boy. No one called the police. The trio allegedly and haphazardly cleaned the crime scene. The 14-year-old ran out, but Green made him come back. They took the body several houses down the street and dumped it over the fence. The parents could not find their son and called JPD. JPD arrived and initiated a search. The boy helped JPD search for his former friend. Owens allegedly broke down and told the police what happened. 
JPD charged the boy with murder and tampering with evidence. Green was charged with murder. JPD charged Owens with accessory after the fact since she tried to destroy evidence. All three defendants appeared scared in court today. Owens cried she has been pregnant for several weeks. However, the day's events were not concluded as it turned out Owens and Green were involved in another murder. And this, my friends, this is where your blood is going to boil. Another murder took place across the street from the vacant house. Owens and Green allegedly lured a man outside so they could get the rims to his vehicle. Owens' brother got in the vehicle and shot him to death, lacking remorse. The defendants allegedly drove, I want to make sure y'all are listening to this, the defendants allegedly drove the vehicle throughout Jackson. JPD at one point gave chase but stood down when pursuit got too dangerous. The second crime came together in court during the initial appearance. Judge Reynolds signed the warrant as the second case opened against Green and Owens. Judge Reynolds set the boys' bond at $1 million for murder, 100000 for tampering with evidence. Green has a bond set of $2 million for murder and 100000 for tampering with evidence. Owens has no bond as she is charged with capital murder. She does have a 100000 bond for witness tampering. And there's a bunch of text and stuff here between the boy. I mean, this is some sad stuff. I, it's just it's way too convoluted to read online, I mean, on the radio. But, again, I recommend you going to that, jacksonjambalaya.com, and clicking on that. I shared it to my personal Facebook page last night. So let's say this. So you heard the part that the initial murder that, that preceded the one of the 12-year-old boy, the guy who they shot and killed for his rims, Police were in pursuit of them at some point, and they stood down over Jackson's pursuit policy. Chakwe Antar Lumumba's far-left George Soros anti-pursuit policy. Jody Owens, George Soros-funded DA. Just want to make sure we get that out there. Any chance we get an opportunity. Blood is on Chakwe's hands. Blood is on Chief Davis's hands. Probably not a popular thing to say. If you had caught these people when you had the opportunity, I'm going to assume that this 12-year-old boy would still be alive. He wouldn't have got lured out of his house by this bunch anyway. Terrible. Absolutely terrible, inexcusable. So now all you folks out there who love to run your mouths about these police pursuits. Well, well, why are they just pulling them over for a ticket? Why are they chasing them over an expired tag? Clay, what if they have a wreck? Or what if they get away and they kill a 12-year-old boy? A few weeks later. Or the fact they had killed somebody and they were actually in a stolen car. That's why you have to do the pursuits. That is why you have to pursue. All right. Let's check in the Guns and Gear text line here real quick before we go to break. Kimberly text in. 
It says, don't forget about Pickett spewing. Sorry here. It says, don't forget about Pickett spewing his hate for the Capitol Police. Oh, yeah, we're going uh, to talk about Polo stuff here in a minute. You know, Mr. Coming Down Your Row himself. And we got I, I got some thoughts on Pickett also. So that is one of the reasons we will always stand with the police that pursue. Do they get it wrong sometimes? Do bad things happen sometimes? Sure. It happens. Bad things can happen doing anything. You got a better chance of getting shot at a Jackson gas station than you do getting killed as an innocent victim in a high-speed pursuit going awry. Way, tremendously better chance. You probably got about as good a chance of winning the lottery as you do of being killed as an innocent victim in a high-speed pursuit. I've never seen the numbers, but I'm sure that I'm, I'm sure I'm right. All right, let's marinate on this for a second. We're going to come back, close out the first hour. We got two hours today. We got two hours. We're going full scorched earth this morning. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. Phone lines wide open, man. I would love to hear you guys' opinion on this. Am I wrong? Am I right? What do you think? Six zero one eight seven nine zero 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 two. We'll be right back. rules baby welcome back in to the clay edwards show this segment is going to be brought to you by how about my friends over at acme pizza and daiquiris right there at phantom mart on the res get out see chip and the team they open daily 4 p.m we've got a wide array of frozen daiquiris i think they got like nine different ones then they have all the different specialty pizzas it was at 12 at last count so you can also try their Will of Flavor. You can put up to three specialty pizzas or whatever it is you want to throw together and make a crazy Will of Flavor. It seems to be very popular from all the pictures I keep seeing online. Try that or just build your own custom pizza. That's what I do. I keep it simple. Give me some crust, some sauce, a lot of cheese, and some Canadian bacon. That's called ham. <laughs> I ordered a pizza from another pizza place not too long ago. And ordered Canadian bacon. And I got home and it was just bacon on my pizza. Now, look, nothing wrong with bacon on a pizza. It, it, it could have been worse. But I prefer ham over bacon on my pizza anyway. Probably wouldn't have made that mistake at Acme Pizza and Daiquiri. So check them out. They got the deep fried pizzas. They got hamburgers. They got something for everybody. They're open late on the weekends. So you get that late night, late night hunger pains. Get, hit them up. Delivery available on all major delivery Apps, including uh, our local favorite, Take a Break Deliveries. That's Acme Pizza and Daiquiri's located right there. Phantom Mart on the res, open daily at 4 p.m., right in front of the bowling alley there. All right, we ain't got but about a minute left before the top of the hour break here. Let's see. On the text line here, on the Guns and Gear text line, unknown texture said, why was the 12-year-old just able to leave the house at 2 in the morning no one is watching him where his parents or guardians, you know, to that, I, I don't have an answer, but I will say this. It, it ain't hard to get up and walk out of the house at two in the morning. I mean, we, we want to think it is, we want to pretend it is, but you know, unless the house has got an alarm system or something, I mean, you can wake up at two in the morning, sneak out and God knows I did. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put the fault on, on the parents there. It, it, if you're snoozing, you're working hard all day and you go to sleep and your kid sneaks out at two in the morning 
That is what it is. It sucks, but I'm not going to put the guilt on the parents there. All right, we'll be right back after this news break on 103.9. You never met a quite like me. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. I'm sure some of y'all are thinking right now, like, I wish I hadn't. Woo. We are live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studios on a soon-to-be very stormy Tuesday morning here in central Mississippi. Hey, look, man, stay weather aware today. Whatever apps you may use, y'all know I Try to follow the weather pretty closely. If you follow me on social media, I try to, I follow weather and I try to share what I follow <clears throat> and we'll, I'll be on top of it as best I can. So if you're not following me on social media, please do Twitter at save JXN Facebook, same thing at save JXN <clears throat> or search Clay Edwards or Clay Edwards show. I am easy to find. I'm the easiest person on social media to find. I'm all over the place, so <clears throat> I'll keep it up to date with the weather there, but there are some great local uh, weather folks, uh, Brandon Walker over at WLBT, Patrick Ellis over at WLBT, those are two great follows online for weather updates. All right, this segment can be brought to you by our buddies over at A1 Gear and Auto. Hey, look, man. You got squeaky brakes, they got you covered. Check engine light on, they got you covered. You need to replace your whole engine, they got you covered. Right there at A1 Gear and Auto. But look, man, where they butter their bread, what they're known for, it's even in their name, gear. Working on your ring and pinions, your transfer cases, your rear ends, your axles, your drivetrains, stuff of that nature. Get out there, let them take care of it for you. Uh, You know, it's hunting season. Some of y'all finding out for the first time that your four-wheel drive don't work. Get it over there to A1 Gear and Auto. Let them get it working for you. You know, put some bigger tires on your vehicle. It ain't quite got that power. It ain't got that get up and go. It's missing that torque. Get over to A1 Gear and Auto. Let them get the right gear sets in there. You may need something bigger. You may need like a 474 or something. I don't even know if that's real. It sounds good, though. Get over there to A1 Gear and Auto right there. Highway 49. In Florence, they're on Facebook too, A1 Gear and Auto. Great folks over there. 601-939-1060. They do it all. They do everything except work on diesel engines. So get over there and see Justin and his team today. All right. So you guys know. I mean, it's no secret. I've never ran from it. Today's our 399th episode. Tomorrow will be 400. Uh, <clears throat> would not, I would not even be doing this stuff if the man known as Polo and the Cypher Voice hadn't asked me to fill in on his radio show one day, back during COVID, during 2020 and all that. I had never been on a radio show, never done any of that. And I was like, yeah, man, I'll do it. And I just went there for 30 minutes and rambled on about why Jackson doesn't have a new Coliseum or a new new arena or anything like that, and made a bunch of people mad. I was like, hey, I like this. I think I can do more of this. So him and I started hosting a a radio show every Sunday. It was two hours. We had to buy the time to do it. And uh, it did pretty well. We, did, we got very popular. And uh, when we quit doing that, it was hard to do stuff on Sundays. There was no hard feelings at that time. 
uh, started doing the Save Jackson podcast and found my way here to WYAB thanks to Kim Wade and the rest is history, as they say. <clears throat> I've even had Polo on this show a couple times, but somewhere about this time last year, around November, around Jackson State homecoming, he turned heel on your boy. Started calling me a racist and all this stuff and spreading all these memes about me on the internet, which I don't mind. I'm a big boy. It don't bother me at all. But don't think you don't think we're gonna be boys. Don't think I'm gonna invite you to the barbecue anymore. Once you start spreading nonsense about me, trying to affect my sponsorships and all this, that, and the other. Well, we all know how that ended for Napoleon. He juicy got him whooped. You know, he ended up killing a man over a female. And that whole story has come out now. You know, but I found out something the other day. I may have talked about this on the show, and I want to give a warning label here saying allegedly, allegedly, can't confirm this. Don't know if I'll ever be able to. But when he turned heel on me and started calling me a racist and all that stuff, he was doing it to some other local media personalities too, all white, coincidentally. He was being allegedly being paid by some, uh, let's say, important Jacksonians that just so happened to be the only people criticizing this administration being paid to talk bad about us and try to affect our credibility. Well, fast forward again, we know how it ended for now anyway for Polo. He is, uh, he's locked down at an undisclosed location. It's come out that he was a, that he was an informant for the Hines County DA, all kind of stuff. Uh, Kingfish broke this story the other day. That's what you want to call it. It was the transcripts of the court. And a couple of days later, WLBT has released a video. CJ LeMasters does a great job with this stuff, too. He was another one that Napoleon constantly sought after and attacked. CJ is one of the best reporters around here. I don't always agree with him politically. But from an investigative reporter standpoint, we're dang lucky to have CJ LeMasters in central Mississippi. So uh, this report is from WLBT, but it, I believe it was initially on jacksonjambalaya.com but I'm tired of reading this morning so I'm just going to play this. This is uh, WLBT. Reveal new information in the murder case against a local Facebook Live host. William Polo Edwards faces a first degree murder charge and a jury trial next March. Investigative reporter CJ LeMaster joins us now with these details. Well, this new evidence emerging in a court transcript, three on your side obtained, which details Edwards' actions in the hours before, during, and after Robert Davis's death. They also reveal something never before reported, but talked about for months. Edwards was caught driving a truck that belonged to a Jackson pastor he had befriended. Dozens of pages of testimony from a court appearance last month give insight into the state's case against William Edwards, known to many here as the cipher on social media. That testimony also showing how a Hines County grand jury ended up indicting Edwards on first-degree murder by deliberate design for killing 45-year-old Robert Davis. A Clinton police detective said their investigation showed Edwards went to the home and disabled cameras there the day before the killing. Shadow Robinson said that the testimony revealing both Edwards and Davis had some degree of relationship with her. It also confirmed Edwards did all of this, including later running from police to Louisiana in a truck registered to New Jerusalem pastor Dwayne Pickett. Hold on, you mean Dwayne Pickett? The 
the the the same pastor that's up there with Chalkway all the time, the same pastor that that um Polo was running a, if I remember correctly, a allegedly a COVID test van out on the West Coast. That same picket, the same picket that is on a witch hunt for my Capitol Police jump out boys. That Dwayne Pickett, well, that is mighty interesting. Was had a construction business as well as some other stuff that he worked and rehabbed houses and his van and truck and stuff had broken down and he needed to use a truck and I allowed him to use a truck way back in 2021. That's right. Pickett says Edwards had been using the truck for more than a year. He spoke exclusively with three on your side about the case telling us he first found out about the killing when police called him. I told them I would try to make contact whatever they needed me to do. But I really didn't know what, what had happened. You never saw that side of him? No, never. Yeah. Not one time. Never had a discussion like that. Never. Matter of fact, he was so respectful to me, you know, because one of the things where our conversation was, and, you know, you, you, we can't tear people down. We're going to help the community. We've got to try to build people. And I can't tell you the number of people that called me thanking me for the relationship. And then there's some people that thought I was horrible for even trying. But in my mind, it's what Jesus did. Now, Edwards, as you remember, ran from police after the killing all the way to Louisiana, where police apprehended him, again, still driving Pickett's truck. Clinton police did not charge Pickett in the case because they found no evidence he assisted Edwards in any way. Howard. All right. So. Sorry. Okay. So to, to that, look, all, in, in all seriousness, Pickett shouldn't be charged in that. I mean, look, I, I don't like it. I do not like his stance on on the stuff with the Capitol Police. I don't think he's a good person. That's just my personal opinion. Uh, anybody that's that anti-cop and that pro-criminal just can't be a good person in my book. I don't know how you balance that and being a pastor, but teach their own. He'll have to reconcile that. Uh, so I'm comparing himself to Jesus there. You know, him and Jesus can have that conversation at the end of this long, strange trip. <clears throat> but it would be very hypocritical of me to sit here and say that he should be arrested for Polo using his truck. I mean, now him and Polo did a podcast together, the Pick and Polo Show. I watched a couple episodes. Uh, and I, I trying to remove what, how indifferent Polo, he actually would call Pickett out on Pickett blaming all of Black Jackson's problems on white folks. He's like, no, that ain't the issue. So Polo would call him out on that stuff. And uh, that's how I got to know that I didn't care a whole lot for Pickett was based on his opinions about Jackson's issues. So anyway, I just thought that was interesting. That story is available available at WLBT.com. If you want to read the full transcripts and really take a deep dive into what was going on at that time and what Polo was all involved in. Jackson Jambalaya has got a great breakdown of the whole ordeal. I'm trying to find the name of the title here. All right, here it is. It's called How Polo Was Caught. It's a good read. It really is. All right, let's take a call here on the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty phone line. Hey, good morning. You're on there. Hey, Kingfish. How you doing? This is Clay, not Kingfish. Huh? 
You said Kingfish? Oh, you said this is Kingfish. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Duh, knucklehead. I thought you said Good Morning Kingfish. I'm like, this is Clay. No, I've had a sinus infection, so it's kind of made my voice kind of nasal, you know? I got you. How you doing this morning, brother? Uh, getting over a sinus infection. It kind of slowed me down a little bit last week, so getting back up to speed. Well, it hadn't slowed down your content. You've been, you've been pushing out some great stuff here the last few days. Uh, some of it I wish I, had, I wasn't pushing out. Man, look. You know, that, 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 that one yesterday about the, about the murder of the 12 year old, that's, that's just sick. That's just sickening. You, you hate writing that. I mean, it's just sick. Man, I was reading that last night. I texted you as I, right as I got through reading it just to tell you great work on putting that together. And I was going to save it for the show this morning, but I was so disgusted I had to put it on Facebook. And it's like, I said, y'all need to read this whole thing and understand just how bad this really is. And uh, I think everybody that read it, to a man text me and was like, man, it was hard to get through that without crying. I mean, yeah, I mean, you have these two people, 17, 21 year old, I mean, which isn't really appropriate, you know, guy and girl. And they're living in this abandoned house, but they've managed to straight pipe the water apparently. And they've, and they've hooked up electricity somehow. So it's not like they're living in the wilderness here. All right. So then they're luring this 12 year old kid, you know, they have a 14 year old over there and they get this, start texting this 12-year-old trying to get him to come over, and then, you know, they wind up killing him, allegedly. You know, then they go try to dump the body somewhere else down the street. I mean, that's just horrible. You know, and give JPD credit when the parents called. You know, JPD came, and they started looking immediately. I mean, they did their job. But what was really crazy was in the media, in court yesterday, it came out because I think the uh, woman, she started, she just kind of, I think she confessed a lot. But she starts talking about a murder, and they realize there is another murder she's talking about. Apparently, her little seventeen-year-old stud and and her and I think her uh, her brother or the seventeen-year-old's older brother, but they want they want to carjacking this guy for his rims and killing the guy. I mean, blowing his brains out. And I mean, so that means so this went on the courtroom yesterday. So all of a sudden, the judge is signing off on warrants. They're issuing new charges. I mean, it was just nuts. So, the courtroom was packed yesterday. Well, so so what I took from that, as as sad as all that was, was the fact that the police actually pursued them after that first murder. Now they didn't know that they had they were murder suspects. I'll give them the benefit of the doubt here, but it was the no pursuit policy where they decided to quit yeah. following them when it got too dangerous. Had they, you know, poop in one hand, pee in the other, see, see which one fills up faster. But had they caught them, there's a good good chance this twelve year old kid is still alive. Yeah. And I understand, look, I understand the arguments for and against pursuit. I don't believe in a blanket policy one way or the other. I mean, you got to keep them guessing, and sometimes it just might be too dangerous. But we're not talking about someone who shoplifted, you know, out of a grocery store. We're talking about, I think, stolen cars you should definitely pursue, period. Because often, if you're going to commit a serious crime, what are you going to use if you can't? A stolen car, obviously, especially now that we got cameras everywhere, you know? So. I, this is where I disagree with them, and they sat there and just let them. I mean, you know, but that's not their the cop doing the chasing. I mean, that's not his call. I mean, his hand he's literally handcuffed. Uh, oh yeah, not, not, not the cop's fault. I, it's the mayor's fault. <laughs> I put that on the this this administration and their and their policies. Of and no pursuit. And if you and if you don't look, I understand some of the arguments against it, but. You don't get out there and just tell them we have this blanket no-chase policy because what are you doing? You know, you're telling the crooks out there, hey, we're not going to chase you, okay? I mean, leave them guessing for crying out loud. You know, 
make them wonder some. Right? Yeah, you don't know? advertise. Hey, Kingfish, can you stay on through the break with me? Yeah, sure. All right, hang on. We're going to come I'm right snoring, back. Just wake me up. All right, we'll be right back. Hey, all right, this is the Clay Edwards Show. i got Kingfish on hold with Jackson Jambalaya.com. When we come back, I want to pick his brain about some of the stuff going on in and around Jackson. You'll want to stay tuned on 103.9 WYAB. Rules went necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We're live in the Mac Hike of Flowood Studios. Hey, real quick, man, you're looking for a stocking stuffer, a little late Black Friday deal, a little Cyber Monday deal, a little, like I said, a nice little stocking stuffer for the gun enthusiast in your family. Get them a, member, a membership to Boondocks Firearms Training Academy. They got the individual memberships starting as low as $25 a month and the trainers membership starting as low as $40 a month. You can find out all the details at boondocksfta.com. It's a whole lot of bang, or should I say it's a whole lot of pew-pew for your buck right out there at Boondocks Firearms Training Academy on Highway 80. I'm sorry, Highway 18 in Raymond. All right, on the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty phone line, we've got Kingfish. Kingfish, you there? Yeah, I'm here. Thank By you, the sir. way, over at Boondocks, don't they allow it? Haven't they opened it up and let you use it as a range now? Yep, that's what these membership packages are. It's, uh, starting at $25 ah. a month, you have unlimited access to the range. They always thought they should have done that from the beginning because a lot of people would, you know, like to go out there. I mean, they have the steel targets for crying out loud. I mean, love to shoot there, and you, you know, you had to take these, you know, these training classes that weren't always cheap. You know, and a lot of people like me would have gone out there, paid the money, plus they had guns to try out. You know, I mean, it's a beautiful facility. It really is. Yeah. Well, the new owners and they've really got it together out there now and uh, tapping into its potential. So we're excited for them. All right. I just uh, I don't know if you were actually listening or not before you called, but I played the WLBT, uh, the CJ LaMasters story on Polo and Pickett. Mm-hmm. And I know you had a story up. You transcribed a lot of the trial no, I stuff. Bought, I bought the transcript from the court reporter. You did. And I, you know, I got a chance to read through it. What an interesting, interesting set of circumstances that led to that. Like I had no clue, like most people, that he had gone in the day before. This murder was premeditated. Yeah, you read that transcript. It was yeah, it was it was premeditated. And going in and cut the cameras, and all that stuff. I mean, does yeah, that... what he had done the day before, folks, was he had followed her around the day before. She meant I think she shook him a couple of times, but then he went over to her house. He got in there, and he like disconnected her cameras so there wouldn't be any record of him coming and going. And there was some back and forth between those two that day. And then the transcript, of course, says the next day he comes up to the door and allegedly boom, 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 you know. Yeah, and then what, allegedly stood over him and shot again or something like that. I yeah, that. and he said some, let's just say he did his best Samuel Jackson imitation from uh, Pulp Fiction. That's right. That's right. Man, what a what a crazy set of circumstances. And, you know, like I, I saw that WLBT was making mm-hmm. a story out of out about him driving uh, past the Pickett's truck around <laughs> for a year. But, you know, yeah. they left they left out the other part about him driving past the Pickett's um COVID test van out to California and all these other well, places. Well, it wasn't part of the story, though. Not for this. You only have so much time on the TV. Yeah, true enough. What do you think about all that stuff, man? I mean, you know, I mean, Pastor Pickett can say what he wants to. I think the guy knew that he was going to go kill somebody. Like, heck no. I mean, obviously not. I mean, No, but, yeah, I don't either. I made that clear. No, I mean, he, he got in bed with a dog. And I mean, look, when Pastor, I mean, I remember Polo sat there and when when Matt Allen and Megan West, you know, got carjacked last year in Bel Haven at Halloween, you know, 
it was Polo that got up there was saying, yeah, they made it all up, blah, blah, blah. And Pat and Pickett was sitting there with his arm around his boy, you know, pounding around with him the whole damn time, you know. I mean, and then, of course, some of these other activists start picking that up saying, oh, they made it up, which is disgusting when you think about it, you know. I mean, he's, this family ghost that gets carjacked, their kids are traumatized. And, I mean, and these clowns get out there and start saying, oh, they made it up, they're racist, blah, blah, blah. I mean, seriously, this happened. You know, and Pastor Pickett was sitting there helping him the whole damn time, you know. I mean, so he knew, Pickett knows what he's been running around with for the last year, all right? He knows. Well, he, he, and he, he's just... And he's ministering crap either. Yeah, I mean, not... He liked murder boy as a hatchet man is what he liked. Murder aside, he... There was a reason why Polo was around. It was to, it was to spew the hate that they wanted spewed and didn't want to be the well, ones. Well, and do. you can also see him all of a sudden start turn into a pit bull that whoever Pickett doesn't like or the mayor doesn't like. All of a sudden, he starts turning into a pit bull on him. You know, on all of his little social media crap. You know, what I mean, you know, I mean, it, it is what it is. What's really the guy didn't even try. When you read the transcript, he didn't even in the detective's testimony. He didn't even try to hide evidence. They found the same bullets in his vehicle that came from the same box as the bullets at the scene of the crime, found the same bullets at the, you know, on his kitchen table. I mean, he didn't, why didn't the guy, why didn't the guy kill himself? Seriously, because that's my thought. Because he did, he did all this stuff. He knew he was going to get caught. He knew he wasn't getting out of this one. I mean, I'm trying to figure out why he thought he could stay free. Because now he knows he's going to be going basically life without parole. Could he get the death I mean, penalty? Could he get the death penalty here, over just, the premeditated part? Huh? Could he get the death penalty on this over the premeditated he could, part? We're in Hines County. Not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, not going to happen. Do you think this is just let's, let's just play speculation for a minute here? I know you don't necessarily hey, like doing hey, this, but hey, hang on, hang on. You know what's really sad is I get the transcript and I'm putting all this out there, okay? And you guys are all reading this, you know, seeing this going. And LBT followed it behind me and did their own version of it. And so, but what happens is these reporters were all in the courtroom at that preliminary hearing when it happened in October, okay? This was all said in open court. But how much of this are you hearing for the first time? You see what I mean? Yeah. I mean, why didn't they all report this? Well, he's a, on. he was an informant for Hines County. Just on, on the Greta Bully case, yeah. Okay. So he was an informant, informant there. I, you know, this is just me here. Uh, again, allegedly, just mm-hmm. play, I'm a conspiracy theorist. I make no bones about it. <clears throat> you know, he's he, if he knows anything about anybody, he is angling all of that, trying to trying to get himself the best the best case, the the, the best mm-hmm. plea deal. I mean, if I if if anybody that's been in bed with Polo, if it's the mayor, if it's Pickett, if it's any of them, and he knows something, he is going to whether it's it's jockeying for money to to have stuff while he's in jail or whatever. It's it's going to be very interesting to watch this thing unfold. Any idea when it's going to trial? No, I mean, we're probably looking at year 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 and a half from now probably if it goes to trial. I mean, who knows? I mean, it may not go to trial. Yeah, I mean, well, that will be I wrong. mean, that guy, I mean, he's I think he's pretty much cooked. Would that would that be the biggest or the biggest clown show circus trial that we've had around here in years? Uh, I have to go. I think. I think. I, I don't know. I can't remember who his lawyer is. I mean, if it's Fortner, then probably not. I mean, it depends on who the lawyer is. Yeah. All Actually, right. I think Sweet. I think Sweet was his lawyer. I mean, so I mean, I don't know. 
I mean, you got to remember that at that point, the lawyer is driving the show, not the client. Good point. I okay. mean, he, I mean, he he's been pretty much beha- whenever he's in court. And I've been to one hearing. He's he's behaving himself. I mean, that guy knows where he is. I mean, he's he's not a stranger to this system. Okay. <laughs> no. I, one one of the greatest moments ever was when he came in for his initial appearance. He's wearing that pink jumpsuit, and you got you, you've got David Archie and Malcolm there, and they, <laughs> and there. they have that awkward <laughs> stare off. It was like an internet meme come to life. Yeah, and what's funny is you see. When Phil Fisher became mayor, um, that's one policy instituted was they they use pink jumpsuits and no the prisoners do not like it one bit they they really don't but um, yeah I was there when that happened and you know it was it was it was pretty funny I mean and I mean David Archie was just sitting there looking at it the whole damn time and I mean he <laughs> I mean I think I think if there hadn't been some cops there I mean David might have let his temper go you know. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So t- tell me this. Kind of change the subject. Here. Oh, hang on. I got a funny David L story for you. I mean, you okay. seen it making the you seen that video last week making the rounds on Instagram. Uh, which one? Of, of David L that his wife put up. No, I missed that. Well, his wife. Well, she didn't get her divorce. Okay, she she's trying to get it on on in you know cruel and humane treatment and all that stuff, but she didn't get it because apparently the David L side was able to put on. A bunch of stuff showing that she did a lot of stuff to him too, <laughs> seriously. And so she didn't get a divorce, so she got on Instagram, started raising hell about it. You know, a white judge from out of town, blah blah blah. And then she put up these videos she'd recorded David yelling at her and stuff. And then she took it down because apparently the divorce is sealed. But when you read the divorce order, people I know who have read it, well, let's just say there's a lot of fault on her. Okay, and <laughs> leave it at that. <laughs> That's funny. I'm gonna have to go check out that video. All right, real if quick. You, I, I'll have to send it to you. I mean, just you know, yeah. Just don't post it. What were you gonna ask me? I was just gonna ask you. So the 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 state and the city have gotten out of bed with each other on this water deal. What's next for the water? I mean, we're waiting on we're waiting to see what the EPA consent decree is. I mean, I think the Biden people are doing everything they can to prop up the mayor and trying to make it look like so he doesn't look bad. But I think behind the scenes they'll be. They know what they're dealing with, and they know they'll be doing all the work, but they're trying to sit there and, you know, they want to help out their little mayor so he doesn't look bad to the press or anything. You know, they got to cover for him. You know, and the state's pretty much washed their hands of it, you know. And I tell you what, governor's people, they, they came in there, and they got that plant running, and they took it over. And remember Pickett, and then we're screaming and hollering at, you know, at the uh, Black Caucus in a damn meeting during all that for daring to ask the state to come in. Remember? Oh, yeah, I, I mean, remember. I have not forgot that. How dare you try to get help for this system, you know? They were more worried. I mean, to them, it's all about turf. You have to understand, not making things work. That's really how they think. And so what happens is the state comes in there, and they did a pretty damn good job. I mean, and it was it was worse than anybody thought it was at that plant. It was really bad. And yet they've been crapped on, spit on, insulted, trashed, you name it, you know? I mean, it's really – I mean – all they did was get the damn thing working and get water for the people of Jackson. Yet, you know, they're the enemy. Okay, whatever. It's going to be fun to watch that play out. Hopefully, uh, not at the expense of the water working. All right, Kingfish. Oh, got by a- the way, you see where yep. Houston's having the same problem right now? I, I did. I saw. I heard it yesterday, and it kind of went in one ear and out the other. And yeah, they I heard have, it again they have this morning. Just at their water plant. So all of a sudden, they're the whole. I mean, we're not talking Jackson. Here. We're talking Houston. Houston. Yeah. They're all of a sudden without water right now. I'm not joking. And then Sheila Jackson Lee, 
she said they're passing out water, but you ready for this? You got to show proof of, vac- of, of vaccination to get the damn vac- to get the damn water. I'm not joking. <laughs> oh my God, shoot me now! I just look, Jesus, take me home. All right, Kingfish, I got to go, brother. Appreciate you calling All right, in this morning. Have a great morning. day. The one, the only Kingfish there doing it like nobody else can. We appreciate him calling in. Be sure to check out JacksonJambalaya.com for the most in-depth, long-form journalism uh, in town right now. Uh, he does a great, great job. JacksonJambalaya.com. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back in to the Clay Edwards Show. We are live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram Studio on 103.9 WYAB. This segment is going to be brought to you by our good friends out at Mack Hike Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram of Flowood. Look, man, if you are in the market for a premium new Chrysler Dodge Jeep or Ram or a nice used vehicle, get out there and see them. I got the website pulled up here. They've got, let's see here, on 2022 Jeep Grand Cherokees, they've got $1,000 bonus cash, no monthly payment for 90 days. You can check all that out online at MacHikeCDJRF.com or just stop by at MacHike of Flowood. Ask for Corey McDonald. Tell him that Clay sent you. All right, on the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty phone line, we've got a caller here. Hey, good morning, caller. You're on there. Good morning, Clay. Can you hear me? I can. Just cut your radio down if you don't mind. This is Master D. Uh, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to be uh, frank about what I say. You know, uh, all this crime going on in Jackson, all of this political corruption going on, you cannot do the level of crime and corruption in the city of Jackson without white folk knowing about it. I'm talking about white folk we don't see, don't want to hear. We have mafia. We have so much corruption going on, and white people ain't going to let black people do what they do unless they know about it. This drugs, this crystal meth, this crack, all this other stuff. We know the police control the marijuana now. So everybody always want to get on the radio and get political about Negro. Negro ain't, can't do nothing. Because first of all, Negroes ain't got no friends in this country. Whether they white, black, Indian, they always fighting against each other. If you want to solve crime, I guarantee you, let me be police chief in Jackson one year. Because I'm a master cop. I don't have time for the game. I wouldn't even be in, 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 in law enforcement because it's corrupt, Clay. My commission sitting in jail 23 years, and his white partner still out, Clay. Y'all don't understand racism because y'all white. You don't understand it. You you wasn't growing up in it, but black people feel like they can do what white folk do, Clay, and they can't. Hear my voice. You can't, white folk. Why are you sitting here playing dummy? The Bible say any race of people that don't ask for reparation by a race of people that wronged them is a fool. And thank y'all. Have a good morning. I'm sick of it. It's a fool. See what these tornadoes do, Clay. See what they do, Clay. Watch. God, Yahweh is tired of this foolishness and corruption. Thank you. This is a time for a cleansing, bruh. Have a blessed day. Let's take another caller here on the Dustin Bailey at Southern Magnolia's Realty phone line. Hey, caller, you're on there. Clay, I'm sorry to, to tie your airways back up and call, but I'm so sick 
of that pseudo psycho babble. Uh, there's some unseen hand is controlling black folks. Uh, they can't do it without this. Wait, come on, man. But you know what? I'm going to let you have that about corrupt police and all this type of stuff. So I have a solution for you, sir. The last time I checked, both Jackson PD and Hines County are not turning people away to join the volunteer reserve unit. Where are you? That is my question. Amen. Amen. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if you want to fix it, strap on the same down. Who's stopping you? That's it. That, that, that's it every time. it's If you don't like what you got, what's going on, be a part of the change. I am. Yeah. Been doing it since 2017. Don't have to. I live out here on the lake where you live at, Clay. I mean, come on, man. It's easier to say that stuff than it is to deal with the pain that triggers it. If you want to change, be a part of the change. Go down there right now and sign up for the reserves. I bet he ain't going to do it. What do you think? I think I'm going to become a Capitol Police Reserve. Real talk. I'm going to start literally saving Jackson. Can you imagine the look on some of these clown faces when McClay Edwards jumps out of the car, strapped down in Jacktown with a badge? Yeah. I mean. Bad boys, bad boys. What you going to do? What you going to do when Clay comes for you? Hey, Clay, I'm so sick of people coming up with this pseudo-psycho babble and don't have no evidence for it, but yet you don't want to do anything to to make the situation even better. I'll say this, Clay, my family, back in the in, 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 the, in the rolling 20s and, and, you know, 30s and 40s during Depression, they were bootleggers, okay? I'm not ashamed of them at all. So how can you make that loaded statement, they can't do this without white folks, when a lot of our people were, boot, were bootlegging along with white people during the rolling 20s? That is, that is factual. You do know that, right, Clay? Yeah, look, man, I, that, that, all of that can't do it without white folks stuff. I, I, I'll never buy into that. White folks can do it without black. Black can do it without white. We do it a lot better with each other. Again, and, 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 and that's leaving out all the other uh, folks of Mexican and Asian and everything else that I'm not, that I'm not even mentioning yeah. here. We we all work better together, but I believe we can all do it without each other too. I mean, there's no there's no magic elixir. You just got to be not corrupt. Got to got to be able to work hard. Can, can I give my my little mission statement real quick? Sure. Give me some examples of discrimination, bullying, because I don't, I do not like bullies, and I will fight it with you. But until then, all you, the best you can produce is pseudo psycho battle. I'm tired of it. Yeah. All right, brother. Great call again today, Derek. Appreciate you. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Let's take one more call here before we go on our last break of the day. Hey, caller, you're on there. What's going on, Clay? Hey, what's going on? And that much. I ain't calling call in a while. This is Chris call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was thinking about you the other day. I was like, man, I, has Chris Chris tapped out on Clay? No, nah, no. Nah, I just don't do the, you you do this no more. I don't do the Uncle Uber do this no more. My nieces and nephews got their own ride back and forth. I'm working in the morning, so I don't got to get up early in the morning no more. So, But uh, I, what he was saying, Master D, he was kind of stressing it. But I think I'm going to say drugs hit this country. And we don't bring it in, but somehow it hit our neighborhood. We don't control no airports. We don't control no shipping or none of that stuff. But yet, they know the drugs being produced there. They know the drugs being manufactured here. So why they can't stop? They can't stop because they're part of the same program. They want the drugs here because they're making money off both ways. That's not no conspiracy theory. That's just fact. Free, I mean, we've been free, fighting freeway, drugs. freeway, Ricky Ross. Yeah, I mean, the, look at the drug, the war on drugs been going on what since since Reagan. Yep. 
mean, I mean, so the whole, I mean, hey, I say this all the time. Political parts are the same thing with different names. They all grew up. I know, you know, you and Kim's you know, say it's just the Democrats, and now you step back and look at it. Hey, it's, it's both parties to screw up. I mean, what happened to Mike Cassidy? I mean, he was running against y'all, y'all boy, guess. He was everywhere. Where he at now? Well, I mean, now, look, I have put some thought into that because I've had somebody else ask that same question. I don't know. What, where's he, he lives in Meridian. I mean, I don't, where's he supposed to be when he's not running? I'm just saying, though, I mean, I thought, no, I thought since he's pulled up most of his stuff and didn't get the back, and mm-hmm. is he kind of mad at the Republican Party? Like, no, like uh, the other part, the other gentleman that's mad at the Democrat Park hanging on back him from them when well, he ran. I mean, I think he, he actually said it. I, I'm, pre- I'm pretty sure he's still active. I, I follow some stuff on social media. I know some other people that are following him. I mean, but he ain't got no power. He ain't a politician. He ain't really ain't. He's just a, I say just, but he's just a, a citizen just like me. I mean, he may have a podcast. I don't know. But, uh, again, I don't know what people are supposed to do once the campaign's over and they lose. I mean, yeah. you, you know, you only got so much fight in you before the next for the next fight. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. But my thing is, is he going to run again or he's just going to wipe his hands through of it and well, just say, you know what? Well, I'm very... going to go do a meeting and just go on by my business. Well, he, he spent 200 grand of his own money. You know, it's, it's very expensive to run. I don't know if he just can replenish 200 grand. Chris, I got to take a break, brother. I appreciate you, man. Oh, no problem. Uh, great call. All right, we got to take a break. This is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. Caller, stay on hold. Rules, baby. Hey, real quick, man, some bad weather is going to be coming through. Looks like it's going to move in around 2 o'clock today. Uh, Torcon 7, looks like we're going to get punched in the gut. If your roof takes any damage, I want you to remember Watkins Construction and Roofing, Watkins Construction and Roofing, Inc. I'm sorry, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. Just a... Save that in your memory. Uh, you may need them uh, in the morning or later this afternoon. You may need to call them. So just want to throw that out there. All right, look, man, let's close the show out with a call here. Hey, caller, you're on the air. you got about a minute. Okay, I'm going to talk real quick. This is Sylvia. Hey. First of all, I am sick of this black rhetoric. Master B, you're out of line. This black rhetoric that you are talking about is a lie straight out of the pit of hell. And let's get over the fact that we're so-called black folks. I'm tired of hearing about race. And that was all I wanted to say. You have a good afternoon. Stay I'm safe. Good day. You too. Bye. All right, Miss Sylvia, closing us out there. Man, look, I appreciate everybody today. I thought we put together a good show. I appreciate all the calls. Uh, we've been a little low on phone calls here lately. Uh, the text messages have been doing really well on the Guns and Gear text line. So I do appreciate the calls today. I hope everybody had a great Thanksgiving. I hope everybody stays safe today, man. Look, get to w- do whatever running around you need to do. Get off the roads. Uh, looks like looks like these tornadoes are going to hit right about the time school gets out. You may want to consider getting your kid out of school early or leaving them there until after the storm, one or the other. But don't try to get them out there. All right, Mike Madison up next. See y'all tomorrow. Peace. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.